Hi there, I'm Rachel Bourne. I'm on the Social Anxiety Solutions team, and I want to talk to you about how to handle the spotlight when you have social anxiety. Like you, I'm someone who is working my way towards overcoming social anxiety, and I've been getting um, coaching sessions from Sebastian, and that's been helping me out tremendously, and I still have more to go, but I really wish I had had these tools and techniques that he uses way earlier on in my life before a whole bunch of experiences <laughs> that were in the spotlight. And I have a, a long history of being uncomfortable having the spotlight on me, so this was an awesome topic this week and I really hope that you get something out of it. We're going to cover common spotlight situations that people with social anxiety disorder dread and the thoughts that go through their minds. We're going to share approaches that don't work that maybe you know you have some experience with and then we're going to share a clip of some live coaching that Sebastian will do for me for this presentation. So you get some live coaching here that you can follow along with. You can rewatch and tweak this to your own situation and decrease your levels of anxiety. What's learned can be unlearned. You know, you've learned your anxiety and it can be unlearned. And we're gonna uncover how to do that because you shouldn't be held back by fear because then you'll be missing out. You'll be missing out on opportunities and relationships and so on. So situations you dread and the thoughts that go through your mind. So basically, when you're afraid of the spotlight, you're afraid of being the center of attention and the spotlight being on you and performing some action with people watching you. It can be very nerve-wracking, I know. Some of these situations might be, you know, speeches, interviews, socializing, being in certain social situations, or being around a certain person, you know, every time you're in that situation, all those feelings come up for you again. You developed a fear because of your past programming. And your strategy may be to, you know, face your fears, but then, you know, throughout that process, you get so wound up about doing these things and then going in with that kind of thought process, um, you get really unhappy, like leading up to the actual event and just, you know, thinking, I'll just, avoid this as much as I can and then I'll just push through it and just you know force my way through it and it just it, it none of its fun basically and it just shouldn't be that way in my experience uh, facing my fears never did any good so the thoughts that go through your head when you're um, in the spotlight when you have social anxiety maybe you're first presented with an opportunity and you're all excited and you think, yeah, you know, oh, I have to give a speech or I have an interview or there's a party, you know, that kind of first first reaction might be positive. Like, oh yeah, great. This is, um, this time I'm going to be ready. This time, you know, uh, I'll be good. Not like those other times. And then you immediately go back to that place of fear and, you know, anxiety and kind of replaying past situations that didn't go so well. You know, what if I look stupid or say something stupid? What if I forget what to say? What if I look nervous? What if these people aren't going to like me anymore or they're going to judge me or make fun of me? And then all the way leading up to your event, you know, this whole thing gets kind of like blown up out of proportion and, um, you know, you're fearing the event by the time it comes up. You know, like in my situation, just to give you an example, like I've worked my way up in a professional setting through a lot of really hard work and really just, you know, pushing through a lot of things that weren't fun. 
and again, like these tools and techniques really could have helped me <laughs> have like a much more enjoyable um, experience many, many, many times. But again, like where you are now, that it's okay. You know, don't look backwards, like look forward. You can apply this situation now and then going forward and it's only going to get uh, easier and easier for you. And I have uh, multiple stories of these situations, really dreading the type of like spotlight situations. One in particular, and I'm really like putting myself in the hot, like I'm actually getting hot right now and I think I'll tap while I do tell this story. <laughs> um, like I have a lot of experiences, but um, going back to when I was a lot younger, I went to this kind of casting call. We had to do a, uh, like a commercial and then we had to do a, um, like a monologue in front of a few hundred people, maybe more, I don't know, but it was at least a few hundred people. And the commercial, um, as soon as the camera was on me, like I forgot my lines and I kept redoing the uh, commercial like over and over, like I would just freeze. And like, that's one of the common, you know, reactions is to freeze because you're afraid. And, um, I didn't realize like the whole thing was recorded and like I kept starting over thinking they were going to like cut it and clip it and make it all perfect for me. Um, and so that was done and I did, I don't even know if I got through the commercial once. And then um, I had to do a monologue in front of a few hundred people like on stage and I didn't prepare for some reason. Like normally I over prepare, but I was like, I'm not going to even stress because if I start thinking I'm going to get nervous then I'm, you know, I'm going to do a really bad job. So I underprepared and I went out and um, I think I even like had to have an accent and, and I just totally bombed it and I kept freezing and just kind of staring and not knowing my lines. Um, and then they played the commercial in front of the audience and so I'd already kind of messed up. I don't even actually know what order but they played the commercial in front of the audience and um, like it was the whole thing unedited. It was like me messing up 10 times. Like it would start over. It was just like the whole thing just kept going. And like, I'm like, I think that was the last time. And then I would like start over again and it was like me doing it again. Um, so uh, yeah, I wanted to share that experience with you. I, I Like that was good. Actually, I'm, 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 I'm doing the finger tapping that, that Seb has talked about. Um, while I was telling that story, and I think that actually helped a little bit as well. But um, anyways, I, I wanted to share that I've been there. I know your pain. If you're, you know, in the, in the hot seat, you aren't alone. Um, but again, so the wrong way to handle this type of situation in the future, like if you know you're going to have to do an event like this or, you know, give a speech or do an interview, um, the wrong approach is, you know, um, panic course, don't want to panic, um, over-preparing, over-analyzing, which is usually my go-to, my go you know, over-researching and let me just read everything about this and kind of put it all in one place and, you know, write all these notes that you're not going to say like 90% of the stuff that you're writing down. Um, and then you work yourself up too much uh, or like the example I just gave you, ignoring it completely and procrastinating and underpreparing. And again, you might think like my approach uh, was not good. Like my approach was if I start to acknowledge that I'm nervous, that it actually, that I'm actually nervous, that I actually care about how well I do, 
then it's going to bother me more. Like that's not the right approach, you know, or thinking that you have to be perfect. And so then you procrastinate and it kind of has a reverse effect than what you're intending. The right way is first to realize that the fear is there for a reason. So somewhere in your past, as um, Sebastian has said, as a result of um, trauma, you know, painful life experiences, your mind has programmed and labeled situations like this as unsafe. And it did this so that you could avoid similar painful situations like it in the future. This perception of threat leads to the activation of the fight, flight, freeze response, which results in your social anxiety symptoms. You know, the fast heart rate, the sweat, the shaking, panic, etc. Whatever it is that you experience. Like for me, my neck gets hot. You know, I turn, turn red. It's changed over the years, but, you know, um, experienced a, a numerous things. You know, maybe an itch. Um, when you have social anxiety, there's threats really all around specific to your personal history that can trigger you. What you want to do actually is to start from where you're at, like wherever that is, and accept the reality of where you are. Accept your symptoms, release your self-judgment, and then neutralize the origins of your brain's perception of threats. And you can do this by applying a simple tapping technique in the right way. And using this technique, you can address the real problem head on and begin calming yourself down and bring yourself into the present moment step by step. So more about this technique and how to apply it in just a second. Again, um, an example of what doesn't work are the things I used to do. I tried many things before before I was introduced to tapping. A couple things I did, um, you know, different essential oils, which are great, you know, and different like things to help calm me. Um, There were some courses I took and, you know, if I had a speech, I would talk and uh, walk on the, um, I would walk and talk on the phone and um, pretend to be talking to someone while I'm rehearsing my speech. And it's supposed to be like a technique, Um, different breathing techniques, which of course are good too. Um, Of course, pretending the audience is naked, which never did me any good. Looking over their heads, looking at them in the eyes. Like I tried every, every suggestion and, you know, it, None of it ever really helped. Um, so it, the having social anxiety, like those things were just kind of like surface, like temporary, you know, um, it, it, it might work for some people, but it didn't work for me. Um, I was nervous and the trick, the little tricks like made me feel worse. Like the harder I tried to trick myself and trick my brain um, deep down, like I wasn't buying it. And again, it's gotten better over the years because I've been in a lot of those types of experiences, um, but not to the degree of the help that the tapping and the coaching sessions that I've done with Sebastian have done. So I'm going to share with you now, uh, we're going to jump to this live coaching session clip that, uh, that I did with Sebastian and uh, tweak it to fit your own situation. Um, start tapping along from the very beginning. Like, I don't know if he mentioned it, but like in the very beginning, just start tapping along you can gain some uh, benefit by pausing it, you know, pause the video, imagine a scary social situation, maybe, maybe being the center of attention, you know, or, you know, a situation that you want some help with right now. And then just tap along with us, monkey see, monkey do, as Sebastian says, and, um, and then you'll get some great benefits from that. You know, just tweak it to fit your own situation. And I really hope that it helps you. So I thought, um, 
I will just give a brief intro, and then we'll just yeah. take, take it from there right away while you're still right. fresh and nervous. I mean, we can just take little clips of this, you know, or something, right? Good, or just uh, take it from as it goes. <laughs> yeah, just whatever. Whatever. Yes, okay. <laughs> no big deal. Just whatever, and just we'll take what works and take maybe pieces of it. And Now, are you recording it where you can send it to me, upload it? Everything right now is being recorded. Oh everything my god, you, it's already started. Everything you say can and will be used against you online. It's already started. Okay. Right. <clears throat> so it's already started, so just start the tapping. Yep. So for people watching this, <clears throat> um, Rachel is giving you a little bit of an uh, intro <laughs> into um, um, being in the spotlight and the anxiety associated with that. Well, she's in the spotlight right now. Uh, as am I, actually, but uh, this is not about me. This is all about Rachel today. And uh, to be completely transparent, Rachel's been helping out behind the scenes for quite a while now. And uh, I've been giving her some sessions. And um, yeah, right now she's on the spot, right? Because uh, you guys have never seen her face, and there she is, and so on. <laughs> and um, for people that have been watching this, uh, has been following have been following this channel for a while. They know what tapping is, but really brief for the people that don't know what it is. Uh, tapping is a psychological form of acupuncture, but instead of using needles, you tap with the tips of your fingers and specific acupressure points on the body. And it looks pretty silly because you're actually doing this. But what it does is it starts to calm down your nervous system. Studies have shown that it um, reduces the production of serotonin, which is a um, uh, uh, I always say this wrong. Uh, it re reduces the production of cortisol, which is your stress hormone, and it increases uh, the production of serotonin, your happy hormone. You want more of that. Anyway, and so these biochemical responses create a sense of calm. So you focus on a particular problem, such as being in the spotlight, and then while you do that tapping, it starts to calm down the excessive negative emotions. Now, you won't get rid of all your negative emotions forever, because negative emotions serve a purpose. They have a message for you, but when they are excessive uh, or dysfunctional, such as anxiety when you're in a social situation, um, yeah, we want to do something about that. And the tapping is very effective for that. So, Rachel, did I miss anything? Anything else we should say? Or, uh... No, I think, you, I think you got it. You got it? Okay, cool. All right. So, Rachel, <laughs> uh, how are you feeling right now in this moment? I'm a little nervous. Okay. All right. I'm a little, I, do feel, I do feel on the spotlight. Okay. Cause that's because you are. All right. Well, yes. um, in, the, in the tapping world, and I'm, you know, I'm mostly talking to everyone watching this now. And in the tapping world, we talk a lot about, uh, they call it a SUDS, S-U-D-S, a subjective unit of distress. So you measure on a scale of 0 to 10 how uncomfortable you feel. 0 is like, I'm totally calm and peaceful. And 10 is like, I'm as stressed as I can possibly be. So where would you be on that... Uh, on that scale right now? Probably a four. Okay, about a four. All right. Yeah. And what we can do with the tapping is we can, we can aim at that four, whatever that four represents. That four might be a tightness in your throat, 
uh, yeah, sorry, a lump in your throat or a tightness in your throat, a tightness in your chest, butterflies in your stomach, it might be your thoughts racing, a particular thought that you're thinking about the whole time, whatever. You can pick one particular thing to focus on or many things to focus on at the same time, though when you pick one particular thing to focus on, it's, it's more effective. You get laser with the tapping technique. So what, what are you most aware of? I think like heat and like heat right here. Okay. Like a little bit itchy. It used to be really bad. Okay. But you know, like I feel it like subtly, like right here, a little bit of heat. Okay. Gotcha. All right. So that's uh, that's a symptom of the anxiety. So somehow, some way, your system is perceiving this situation where you're in now as as a, as a, as a threat. You know, we don't know exactly what that threat is, and we can probably find it out if we do some digging. But um, mm -hmm. that this what you're experiencing is is a symptom of the anxiety okay so what we want to do is we just want to stimulate these acupressure points while we focus on um while we focus on the symptom that we're aware of or at least that's what we're going to start out with because as you can um as you'll you'll find out as you start doing this it's actually a very forgiving technique and rachel's going to be totally honest when it doesn't initially work because that's okay because if it doesn't initially mm -hmm. work it just means we'll take a different route we'll take a different approach because there are many ways to go at the problem okay all right so all i want you to do is just want you to focus on that um you know heat sensation that you have while you simultaneously stimulate these acupressure points mm -hmm. all right and tapping under the eyes And so what you're doing is you're just concentrating on the discomfort while you do the tapping. Tapping under the nose. Not tapping on the chin. Now for people listening, people, uh, you know, if you look for standard EFT, it's like even though I have this, you know, heat in my upper neck, I deeply and completely accept myself. That's standard mm -hmm. EFT. This is uh, an applied or, or a different version of it. It's more like SET, Simple Energy Techniques, which I got from my mentor and uh, his mate, Dr. David Lake, a psychotherapist, and Steve Wells, psychologist. Uh, they've developed this as a simplification of EFT, and they found that that is just as effective, and I found the same. So, you know, sometimes I use the setup phrase, you know, the original EFT approach, and other times I just do this. So, you know, like I said, it's a very forgiving technique. Alright, so after a bit of tapping, you'll either find out that uh, you feel just as uncomfortable, you'll feel more uncomfortable, <laughs> or you feel less uncomfortable, or you no longer feel uncomfortable. So what are you aware of, Rachel? It's slightly less. Okay. Slightly. I would say maybe like a three. Okay, okay gotcha. Alright, so what that tells me is that there's likely some part of you that is resisting letting go of that anxiety response okay mm -hmm. because typically if, if you do tapping for a couple of minutes and it's just a low intensity the low intensity will drop so um w and when i say there's likely resistance to letting go of it that might be because um you know that there's a variety of common reasons but basically consciously rachel here wants to feel at ease Am I right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Of course. Right. 
So that that's her goal. That's her conscious wish, and that that's a conscious wish you have in social situations as well. But because your subconscious doesn't agree, so Rachel's subconscious doesn't agree with that. Uh, there is resistance to letting go of the anxiety. So the sub the, her subconscious might be well. It's not safe to just relax here because I might say something stupid. Or, you know, I might look like a dumbass, or I might do something wrong, or whatever, a reason X, Y, Z. Or maybe I don't deserve to be, um, you know, comfortable for everyone to see and that kind of stuff. So what we simply do is we're, we're just going to verbalize these, these, these common resistances while we do the tapping. So let me just get this out of my screen. Remind me tomorrow. There we go. All right. So just uh, tapping on your arms and just say, it's not safe to relax. It's not safe to relax. On the liver point, I don't want to relax. I don't want to relax. On the wrist point, it's better to be super focused and alert right now. It's better to be super focused and alert, alert right, right now. now. Yeah. Focused exactly. and alert right now. Yeah. On the top of the head. It's not me to be relaxed while I'm in the spotlight. It's not me to be relaxed when I'm in the spotlight. Uh, beginning of the eyebrows, unless it is. Unless it is. So, yeah, it certainly hasn't been the case. S certainly hasn't been the case. No, under the eyes. But I'd like to feel a bit more relaxed. But I'd like to feel a bit more relaxed. Okay. Uh, under the nose, take a deep breath. Okay, tipping on the chin. Again, no right or wrong answer. We're not... Uh, you know, we're, we're just being genuine here and trying to see what's going on for you. So what's, what's coming up for you? My neck feels better. Okay. I do feel something in my stomach. Okay. All right. So we call this uh, chasing the pain in EFT, uh, where your discomfort moves to a different place. And then you simply focus on wherever the next place is. So tapping your collarbone, so just notice where that's going. And so all you're gonna do is you're just gonna notice that whatever thing you feel uh, in your in your stomach, okay? Mm -hmm. So as you tap under the arms. So if that feeling in your stomach has a color, what color is it? Just guess. I really have a hard time with that one, For, I know. First thing um, that comes to mind, doesn't matter. Blue, but it seems like it shouldn't be blue. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. So on the liver point, say just say this uh, this uh, blue feeling that shouldn't be blue in my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> this blue feeling that shouldn't be blue in my stomach. Uh, on the wrist point. Okay. So you can uh, by um, kind of focusing more deeply onto the sensation by naming it. Um, giving it a color, giving you know, noticing what the temperature of it is, etc. You're you're kind of more tuning into it. You're more focused on it, and the better you focus and the better you do the tapping, typically, the the better your results. So I'm just mm -hmm. telling them a, a bunch of things, uh, Rage. So uh, while you're tapping on the top of your head. So I also noticed that you said, well, it's blue, but it shouldn't be blue, and uh, maybe it's also kind of like a, a reflection of a, a particular inner resistance to the feeling being there in the first place. So, um, on the beginning of the eyebrows, because a common thing that we, very, very common thing, actually it keeps anxiety like locked into place, 
is having feelings about the anxiety. So I have an anxiety response, I have symptoms showing up in my body, my heart is racing, there's a lump in my throat, whatever the symptoms are, and I shouldn't have those. You know, it's unacceptable that I have them, I'm a loser for having them, I should just be comfortable, what's wrong with me, blah, 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 blah. All that inner dialogue and those feelings, they kind of put a lid on the problem, is uh, what Steve Wells says, and uh, you know, often I'm just parroting other people. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> if, it's, if it's said well, you shouldn't change it. Anyway, so, so that's what it does. So you actually want to be okay. However, however counterintuitive that might sound, you want to be in an accepting place of the symptoms that you're experiencing. And mm-hmm. so right now, um, when you're aware of that feeling in your stomach, um, just say, I shouldn't feel this way. I, should, I shouldn't feel this way. Yeah, chin. It's pathetic I feel this way. It's pathetic. I feel this way on the collarbone. By the way, if you haven't already started tapping along, you know, go back to the beginning of the video and start tapping <laughs> along, or start tapping along right now. Okay, it's nothing bad that's going to happen. You're just going to calm yourself a bit down. All right. So, and and if your symptoms are not the same, which they likely aren't, or they might, um, that's okay. You're, you, you'll still get the benefits. You'll still gain some benefits. All right, on the liver point, and sometimes we just want to verbalize whatever is going on for us. So just say, um, I'm under a lot of pressure right now. I'm under a lot of pressure right now. Okay, so on the wrist point. And I'm kind of just mind reading a bit because I've been doing this for a long time, but um, what else might be going on for you in your, in your mind right now? A little, sometimes when I get, when I'm on the spotlight, um, my mind goes a little blank. Hmm. Like I'm not fully present hmm. mm-hmm. as, like, as much as I would like to be. Sure. And um, are you aware of that now? A little bit. Okay. And how should you be instead? It's hard to explain. Okay. A little less on guard, maybe. Okay. Yeah, so you shouldn't be on guard. Right. Right, okay. So we have a lot of these rules about how we should be and how we shouldn't be socially. And we come up with those, our brain comes up with those, just by observing people around us and circumstances and programming and cultural programming and that kind of stuff. And then <laughs> these rules actually make it a lot more rigid and narrow how we should show up in a social situation. And it that then is like, oh, I'm not behaving according to the rules. That's a danger. And then, boom, you get anxiety because of that. So on the chin, what did you say? I shouldn't be self-conscious? Sorry, I'm not paying attention. Say it again. <laughs> no, that's true too. Uh, more present, more present. Okay. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Although yeah. I'm here and I hear everything you're saying, it's just, uh, I guess, like an on guard, right? Like an uh, on guard, right. like... Right, yeah, you know. on the arm. I shouldn't be so on guard. I shouldn't be so on guard. Liver point, but I am. But I am. Wrist point, maybe part of me thinks there's a reason to be on guard here. Maybe part of me thinks there's a reason to be on guard, on guard here. Yeah, on the top of the head. And that part should just shut up and go away. And that part should just shut up and go away. Uh, on the beginning of the eyebrows. Huh. Or, or maybe it's there for a reason. Or maybe it's there for a reason. On the side of the eyes. It's seeing some danger. 
it's seen some danger. Oh, yes, and it's trying to warn me. And it's trying to warn me. Oh, no, no. And I've been hating on that part of me. And I've been hating on that part of me. On the chin. And I wonder if I could potentially see... And I wonder if I could potentially see... Collarbone. The intention that this part of me has. The intention that this part of me has. Under the arms. The intention to keep me safe. The intention to keep me safe. Yeah, on the liver point. This part is just trying its best to keep me safe. This part is just trying its best to keep me safe. Yeah, on the wrist point. All right. The top of the head. I shouldn't feel uncomfortable at all. I shouldn't feel uncomfortable at all. Being fibrous, but I do. But I do. So I ask, what if I'm okay anyway? And what if I'm okay anyway? I ask, what if I'm not these symptoms? What if I'm not these symptoms? I don't know. I'm just experiencing them. I'm just experiencing them. Shin, they're very uncomfortable. They're very uncomfortable. Collarbone. But if I resist them, they're going to stay around. But I, if I resist them, they're going to stay around. Uh, under the arms. And if I accept them, I can allow them to, to pass. If I accept them, I can allow them to pass. Uh, on the liver point. Yeah, so <clears throat> just thought of this metaphor yesterday when I was having a massage. Um, so I was having a massage and uh, uh, it was painful in my feet. She was giving me like, you know, elbows into the bottom of your feet. Now, that's not a very pleasant feeling, but it's very good for you. And uh, I, I know that if I resist it, if I'm going to, you know, tighten my muscles and try to go against, because it is painful, try to go against the pain, it's going to hurt even more. But if I relax into the pain and I allow the pain to be there, um, it's actually a lot less painful and a lot more healing. And the uh, mm -hmm. same thing goes for, for these annoying, uncomfortable symptoms that you experience. Because it's true that they, do, you know, they don't allow you to function optimally. It is frustrating right. to feel that way. All of that kind of stuff. And um, yeah, I hope I landed the plane on that, but let's see. <laughs> no, that makes sense. Okay, good. So while you tap on the chin, take a deep breath. And typically people have a lot of resistance when there's uh, are, uh, something that's really perceived as a threat. So just tap on the collarbone and say, um, it's not safe to relax completely. It's not safe to relax completely. Uh, on the arms. That wouldn't be smart. That wouldn't be smart. Uh, on the liver point. They can all see me. They can all see me. Uh, on the wrist point. What if they think there's something wrong with me? What if they think there's something wrong with me? So that, so what? So what? Being the eyebrows. That's not so what. That's not so what. Say, so, yeah, they should think I'm awesome. They should think I'm awesome. Uh, they, they shouldn't think there's something wrong with me. They shouldn't think there's something wrong with me. Else, but they might. But they might. Shin, and I have to change their mind. And I have to change their mind. Collarbone, but I can't. But I can't. And then he arms. Might as well be okay with what they think of me. Might as well be okay with what they think of me. Liver point, that's not safe. That's not safe. On the wrist point, unless it is. Unless it is. Top of that. Can't be upset enough about it to change what they think. I can't be upset enough about it to change what they think. Me and the eyebrows. So I might as well relax about it. And so I might as well relax about it. Yeah, the side of the eyes. But what if they think I'm a loser? 
But what if they think I'm a loser? Yes, I am a loser. I am a loser. Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. Chin, yes, I am. Yes, I am. Collarbone, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. On the arms, I am sometimes. I am sometimes. Liver point, other times not so much. Other times not so much. On the wrist point, what up my default, I'm a loser. My default? My, but, but my I, default, I'm... At my, At default, my default, I'm a loser. I'm a loser. Yeah, on uh, top of that. I shouldn't be a loser. I should be a winner. I shouldn't be a loser. I should be a winner. Okay, all right. Deep breath. Okay, so <clears throat> I've verbalized a couple of the things that that are typically going on for people. And if you're listening to this, I'm sure you can relate. And... Um, also, why I did that is because, um, you know, I'm a loser, you're a loser, we're all losers in some fashion, but it's just an idea that we're emotionally attached to, and it's, it's, it's you know, a part of us is a loser, and, uh, you know, you've, and you've, you've, you've felt like a loser at a particular part in, in your life, and if you repress that side of you, and you're like, no. You know, I can never be a loser, should always be a winner. I have to be a champ. I got to, you know, knuckle down and be the best and that kind of stuff. Then there's a part of you that you're rejecting. You know, you've disowned the, the weak or the quote-unquote loser part of you. It's just a harsh judgment. And you want to be okay with being a loser because then you don't have to hide that you're a loser sometimes. Because you might be in a social situation and you might say something dumb. I do it all the time. <laughs> and, then, and, and then you end up looking like a loser. And if you're ashamed of that part of you, now you're going to feel uncomfortable and awkward and maybe you even blush. But if you're okay with the fact that you're a loser sometimes, then you say something dumb in a social situation and you, know, you, you show up as, um, as a... Or, you know, people might think that you're a loser. Usually they don't. You know, they don't care. But <coughs> if they then do, you're like all right, I'm okay with that. <clears throat> I've accepted the part of me that, that, is a, that is a loser. You know, I don't have to prove myself. I'm a loser. So what? You know, <laughs> what, what's, your, what's, what's the problem? Mm -hmm. Okay. So anyway, I'm throwing a lot of information at the people watching, and I just want to check in uh, how you're doing, Rach. Actually, pretty well. Like, I feel... I felt when we were done that last time, like a little bit like a, a buzz kind of mm. feel, mm. like yeah. where I was kind of anxious before, like I kind of felt something, but it was more, you know, it was more like positive. Right. Okay. Um, and I don't, and yeah, there's no more of that like heat Great. and sensation. Yeah. So that's a, a typical sign of energy release. Sounds a bit woo woo and weird and all that kind of stuff if you're, if you're listening to this, but um, basic premise of EFT of the tapping is that all negative emotions are due to a disruption in the body's energy system. Now, if you imagine that uh, your energy system uh, is 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 kind of flowing in a circle, when it's flowing, you're feeling great, and you know the energy that's flowing is your ki or your chi or your prana, depending on what you know. If you look at the um, Japanese philosophy or yoga tradi yogic tradition or whatever, many different fields talk about this. Um, um, but when your, your ki or your chi or your prana 
your life energy is flowing well, you feel great. But whenever there's a little disruption in that flow, now you experience negative emotion. And what the tapping does, it sends a little signal to wherever that disruption is and it balances the disruption. But you need to focus on the right thing in order to counter that imbalance. So when we started talking about you know being a loser and that kind of stuff, that was one particular important aspect of why you were feeling uncomfortable to the degree no. that you we hit home. I were. Think. Yeah, we we hit home, <laughs> and so as as a result, the energy system got balanced, and now you feel uh, and, and then you felt like the energy rushing through your body. Uh, some people some people have to giggle, other people yawn, some people take a dick, take a big take a big sigh. Uh, sometimes you feel euphoric feeling, sometimes you feel heat moving throughout your body and um, you're, you're just kind of coming back to, to the present moment. You're no longer reliving some kind of uh, you know, past experience uh, or you're no longer emotionally attached to a particular belief. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So now <clears throat> we could go on with this, but we're, we're just doing a little bit of a uh, little bit of a uh, an idea as to how you can go about the tapping and how you can use it to calm yourself down when you're being in the spotlight. Okay, so um, Rachel is going to do a little bit of an end presentation, I believe. (laughs) Is that right? Yes, we'll do something. Right. So now now maybe new anxiety comes up about doing the end presentation. (laughs) Who knows? Who knows? But... um, that's kind of how the tapping works. So you have a particular problem, and that problem, say social anxiety, consists of a certain amount of aspects, a certain amount of smaller parts. And each of these smaller parts need to be addressed, need to be focused on, tapped on, and bit by bit by bit, you're then bringing yourself back to the present moment where you feel safe to be yourself. So, you know, I'm a loser because I have social anxiety is an aspect. Um, You know, People shouldn't think that I'm weird is an aspect. I feel a lump in my throat is an aspect. The time when my dad hit me when I was seven where I learned that I'm uh, not good enough is an aspect and so on. So with the tapping, you simply go after all of these particular aspects one by one by one by one by one. And, uh, and, and that's a, you know, that is a... A journey that you go on. It doesn't happen, you know, you may, I mean, you can make amazing transformation in a single session, you know, and you can calm yourself down quickly. But to get to the point where you're actually free of your anxiety, where you're calm and at ease in social situation, uh, that's going to take some time. It's going to take your effort. It's going to take tapping. Uh, but you can do it. And that, that's the brilliant thing about this. It's a matter of taking step by step, uh, you know, step after step, and persisting until you've dealt with all of the specific aspects. All right. So um, do you think uh, we, we covered that? Did I miss anything? No, I think that's good. Okay, good. All right. So no right or wrong answer. Um, what what are you noticing right now in your body? How much anxiety is left or how much tension is left? I don't feel anything negative, like, physically. Okay. All right. Good. 
like there's no anxiety there. More so just like maybe overanalyze, you know, or kind of like okay. yeah. in my, in my head a little. Okay. Gotcha. All right. So, yeah. uh, that is just another symptom that you can focus on because you can focus yeah. on how it feels in your head, you know, the over-analyticness. Maybe there's a tension in your jaws, mm -hmm. whatever. And that just becomes the next aspect to focus on. And so you just continue to tapping like that. Yeah. But, um, you know, I think, I think we've done quite long enough already as it is. So uh, let's, let's end, it, end it here. What do you think? Yeah, thank you. I do actually better i think after this i'll i'll shoot the intro and the and the closing great awesome <laughs> well well uh you know i didn't do this in the beginning i want to do it now thank you for being brave and uh you know sharing <laughs> yeah. yourself to the world that's very cool so uh, yes thank you i appreciate it be helpful very helpful cool all righty bye for now then <laughs> all right so that was the live coaching session with Sebastian. And um, I do have to say that I feel much calmer. I know like I'm not very, um, I'm not very expressive sometimes. And um, I'm more like, um, I guess, analytical than, than expressive. But I do actually feel calmer after going through that coaching session. So again, um, rewatch this and apply it to your own situation. Um, the lesson learned here is, you know, know that you're afraid of the spotlight or you're afraid of a social situation for a reason. Your emotions are there for a reason. They're there to protect you. So instead of trying to fight them and push them away and be hard on yourself and judge yourself for having them, accept them and release your judgment of yourself and neutralize the perception of threat using the tapping technique. This tapping session was merely a short example of how to apply the tapping. This likely has already given you some relief. However, you want to apply enough tapping on the right targets by persistently doing so until all of the smaller aspects of your issue are dealt with. You can have freedom from your particular issue. Then you can be totally free and at ease being in the spotlight. This can happen quite quickly, or it may require you to do a lot more tapping over a longer period of time. It all depends. But relief can be made pretty much instantly when you apply the tapping on the right targets. Here's a clip from a former client Sebastian worked with for three sessions, who could now freely speak his mind during his wedding anniversary speech. Yeah, um, actually the problem uh, was mostly when I was in some certain uh, social situations uh, such as being in the center of attention or uh, uh, even as simple as uh, introducing myself to a group of people I got extremely anxious and uh, I felt uh, very bad I was shaking and uh, even a simple introduction was a big challenge for me sometimes at work to introduce myself to a couple of people. And that was the issue that when I was started working in a company uh, in which uh, I should talk about my work every 
day for a couple of minutes, very simple task mm. about the progress of the projects. And that was a nightmare for me. Like a group of people was listening. And that was something that uh, really um, uh, was difficult for me. And I was very nervous, very anxious. And I had too much problem. And the biggest problem was that they noticed my anxiety. And I pushed myself to to look normal, and I was unable to do that. And it was automatic. As soon as it was my turn, even before it was my turn, uh, my heart was pounding, and I felt very bad. And I was blushing, and uh, that was one of those moments was where worst moment in in my life i realized that if i fix this issue it opens some other uh, uh, opportunities to uh, my life how how are things different now compared to how they used to be mm, the biggest difference is i feel mm, calm and relaxed in those type of situation and uh, uh, as I mentioned uh, earlier in our conversation, uh, I was going to uh, give a speech, quick speech in my 25th uh, years of my uh, wedding ceremony. At, in the party, again, my wife, uh, after, after dinner, my wife came to me and uh, asked me if I'm willing to give my speech. And at that moment, I said, yes, with confidence, hmm. actually, and because I felt really good. And uh, I said, yes, I'm ready. And it went very well. It went much better than I expected. I was calm and relaxed. I was, and it was an amazing feeling and experience while uh, giving my speech. And after that, I felt great uh, in order to be able to uh, handle the situation in a calm and relaxed manner. And that was a proof, actually, for me that it, it is working and it worked for me. And it opened the door for me to continue on it and, uh, for my personal development and heal any remaining issues that may arise in any certain situation. And my speech was recorded by, uh, by a friend in the party and I watched it at least 10 times so far in the <laughs> last three, two, three years. And I really enjoy my confidence and um, having fun while I'm giving my speech. Mm. And if you want to learn how to apply tapping so you can also become confident in social situations, get the free social confidence starter kit. If you like this video, please make sure you subscribe and we'll bring you a new video next Thursday. All right. Hope you enjoyed that. Now, if you want to overcome your social anxiety as quickly as possible without having to forcefully face your fears, I have something really unique for you. I'm giving away my free social confidence starter kit. Now, this kit is something quite special. It consists of my 22-page ebook and an 11-part video course. 
And through it, you'll learn about the most effective technique that I've used to overcome my own social anxiety. And this is also my primary technique when helping my clients to become calm and at ease in social situations. And by the way, it's not deep breathing or changing your thoughts or being mindful or, you know, facing your fears, as I said earlier. And while it is free, you know, free often translates to crap. (laughs) This is the furthest thing from it. It's a very powerful resource. I've put quite some time and effort into putting this together for you. And uh, to give you an idea, I recently received a comment from someone saying that he reduced his social anxiety with 40% using this free starter kit alone. So to get this starter kit now, go to social-anxiety-solutions.com forward slash bonus. All right. Looking forward to connecting with you in the next episode. Bye for now.